Happy Friday, everyone. I hope everyone's week has been productive and that we take advantage of this weekend. Whether that's with a little R&R or some spring cleaning, whatever it is, I hope you enjoy it. With all this bad news we've been bombarded with lately, it's important to unplug and just enjoy your life and the things that you're truly grateful for. So this is another episode of Grab It Bizarre Sex News where I'm going to be answering more letters from my subscribers and fans. So let's get started. Our first letter is from a female in Maine. She writes, Dear Jessica, I agreed to do a porn video with this really hot guy. At first, I was really excited about it and told all my friends and even my boyfriend who was cool with this. When the time came to shoot, I was also impressed. He had hired a makeup artist and a cameraman. The location was great. Then it came time to shoot and he shit in my mouth. What? <laughs> Let me reread that. Yeah, man, it's him he shit in my mouth. Okay. I asked him not to post it because I hated the video. I can totally understand that. And he respected my wishes, apologized, paid me in full, and gave me a copy of the tape. Sounds like a nice guy. A week passed, and I forgot about the tape. I invited my friends and boyfriend over to watch the movies one night. I ran out to the store to grab liquor, and when I got back, they were watching the tape. Oh my God. Every single one of them were disgusted and immediately began pitying me. You could see the disgust on my boyfriend's face. I got angry and told them all to get out. It has somehow got out of, got out to my other friends and family. Oh shit. Literally. (laughs) Jessica, I am so embarrassed by this to the point I want to move away from all of them. Am I overreacting? What do I do? What would you do? Ooh, okay. Well, female in Maine. Wow. This is a lot in this letter. Okay, so you agreed to do it. Um, Sounds like the guy was being pretty nice. He went ahead and did what he said he was going to do. He held his end of the bargain. And I thought that was really nice that he gave you the tape back. So wasn't in his fault, you know. Um, also sorry that that was your experience with porn because that is a horrible experience to have, especially if it's your first time. Um, I do think the professionalism was great, but when you're on set and they ask you to do certain things, if you're not a professional, sometimes they cross a boundary and you don't want to say anything or you don't want to feel like, well, if I say something, then he won't think that I'm being a professional. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what this sounds like because I, I think you knew, okay, I'm going to be seen on television or seen, you know, this tape's going to get out. I just think it was that that boundary was crossed and scat is a big boundary for a lot of girls. So don't feel bad. Um, so everybody saw the tape and they were disgusted. They're pitying you. And that is one of the worst things you can do for anybody who is strong is to pity them. But I think that, you know, you do need to stop overreacting. No, you're going to say, Jessica, I'm overreacting. And I'm going to say, yes, you're overreacting because you told all these people about it first off. You told it and you said it in the letter. You told your friends, you told your boyfriend, and they were excited for you, honey. So that probably means that that look that they had 
it probably explained so much to them because I'm pretty sure you didn't even mention that. I'm pretty sure once you got done with that shoot and took a really good shower with bleach and sanitizer and whatever else you could find, pretty sure when your friends was like, hey girl, how was the shoot? Guaranteed you were quiet as kept. You didn't say anything about it because you were disgusting. It was fine. Okay, yep, he paid me. It was good. You know what I mean? So, of course, that look that everybody had your friends and your boyfriend, it explains a lot to them as far as maybe your behavior changed and then the anger is understandable it's understandable to be angry at people because of the look that they're giving you and it's in your house and you can do whatever you want yeah tell them to leave but at the end of the day you got to remember that these are your friends this is your man and they love you no matter what they love you no matter what and if your boyfriend is still there after all this honey if he is still knocking on that door talk to me talk to me please then he isn't bothered by it. It sounds like you're the only one that's bothered by it. So I would I would just wrap my mind around it that, hey, you know, I did a porn and some boundaries were crossed and I never want to discuss it again. And that's what you do. People respect your boundaries, right? Because that was the whole that's the whole point of that. So If this were me and this happened, I would be a little ashamed, but I would then have to tell them because I'm a very honest friend. So I would tell them how it went down, why it went down. And then I would probably try to plot some revenge on the guy because obviously he pushed a boundary because for me, scat is a boundary. See, everybody has a boundary, you know, and and that's okay. It's okay, you know, and then another thing is, was this adult film venture, was this a fantasy of yours or was this something that you wanted to pursue? If this was just a fantasy of yours and it went wrong, I would say, hey, you fulfill that fantasy up to a point, right? And then I would say, if this is something that you want to pursue, you may want to go about it with a professional avenue. You may want to seek out a mentor. You may want to seek out an agency. You may want to actually just actually talk to somebody who knows about the industry so this way stuff like this won't happen again and even in the industry to be honest with you it happens sometimes they book you you go to a shoot and they get you on set and then they you know yeah well you know we said it was just a regular boy girl but you know we all you know it'd be great if you would do anal on on that and then they push a little more you sure you're so beautiful because anal it would be great come on and then you keep going and then look all right I know your rate is I'll triple that if you do anal so then you gotta well hmm, (laughs) who's gonna say no so you know don't ever feel like you're alone in this you're not every woman has gone through something of this nature where someone has pushed a sexual boundary on and off camera so I would say do not move Don't you dare move because moving is a sign of cowardice. Are you a coward? No, you are just hurt. So if that means you need to stay to yourself for a couple weeks, I'd say weeks, not months, because when you do months, it's easier to cut people out of your life. Couple weeks. With your man, you need to be talking to him immediately so that he can be reassuring and he can be that shoulder you need to cry on. But I wouldn't move. I would make sure that I got secure enough in my spirit so that I was able to talk about it coherently and then I would move on I would let people know I don't want to talk about it anymore and I would move on but I would be as the Yama say I would be a big girl put my big girl panties on and just move on with my life it was an experience you didn't like it Ugh. move on right all right thank you so much for the letter
Second letter is a male in California who writes, Dear Jessica, I just started having a strictly sexual relationship with a female I have been trying to holler at for a minute. Let's just say that her pussy has the worst smell ever. Gross. Like something died inside of it. How do I tell her without sounding like an asshole or ruining the mood? You mean like you just did now? Mm. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to say tact is not one of your strong points because this is, even for you writing this to me, it is it is a rough letter. Okay, first off, would you want someone to come up to you and be like, hey, your balls stink. You need to wash that dick. What's wrong with your dick? It's dirty, right? No, you'd be offended. You'd be like this. You'd be ready to fight. I would. I would bet by the grammar of this letter. So I'm not trying to bag on you. I'm not trying to bag on you. All I'm doing is I'm trying to awaken your consciousness of this was not the best way you could have worded this, right? And I think, guys, we need to work on that a little more. I know we're in an era of hip-hop and we all cool, yo, yo, a boo, bye, yeah, yeah, what's up? But we still need to be conscious of how we say things, especially to the opposite sex, especially to someone who is wanting to have sex with you. And let's forget, we're just forgetting that we just think sex is sex. No, sex is an emotional connection. Sex is a sharing of energy. Sex can heighten you. Sex can lower you. So let's not play that game, right? So again, I'm not trying to offend you, trying to alert your consciousness. So that means you need to check your tone. Point blank, period. If homegirl has a hygiene problem... You can tell her without hurting her feelings. You don't have to hide around the bush. You don't have to buy her something and then set it in front of her and hope she gets the hint. You need to open your mouth as a grown man and say, for me, your hygiene, XYZ PDQ. But you can do it in a more tactful way than what you are doing. And you could even do it like execs when they fire people. Execs when they fire people always hit you with the three good things you did. You were a great, outstanding employee. You were on time. You were this. And then, unfortunately, we got a dot, 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 dot. You can do the same thing with her. I think you are funny. I think you are beautiful. Our text messaging is the bomb. The one thing I'm having an issue with, and again, tact. Because if you say, the one thing I have an issue with is that your pussy smell like something died inside of it. I think you're going to have a real problem. And I think you're going to have a problem, not just with this girl, but any other girl that you may date whose pussy don't smell like it's died some, something died inside of it. Because no girl wants to hear that you said that to another girl that you was having sexual relations with because it's tacky, it's classless, and it makes you sound like an asshole. Right? So I hope that answered your question. Our third letter is from a male in New York. Jessica, how do you feel about roommates and their significant other spending the night every night? Should they start paying bills too? Hell yes, male from New York. If we are roommates and your man or woman is coming over every day, eating out of our Frigidaire, using our dishes, 
you know what I'm saying? As my mama and daddy say, using up the lights, water, and gas, <laughs> then yes. And if it is not said by the opposite roommate, it's just a common courtesy thing, right? Like, you always want to remember that even though this is your roommate, it is still a complete stranger. And you can say, well, Jessica, my, my roommate is a school chum, da 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 a school chum being a roommate is like a 90% way for y'all never to be friends again after that moving experience because when it's a friend they feel like they can't tell you something because they know your trigger buttons right so again that's why it's so important that you yourself are mindful of who you have in and out of a house when you share it as a common place because that's one of the hardest things to manage honestly stress wise is common areas just like if you have a significant other and you guys share a bedroom that's why the bedroom is the hardest place to keep clean or that's why the kitchen is the hardest place to keep clean and the bathroom because they are common places that everyone shares now that's just two people I've mentioned now add a significant other in that common place you just added even more stress so you always want to remember that so if your roommate doesn't say that if she doesn't just out and out say hey homeboy gotta start paying some rent or homegirl gotta start helping you need to be making sure that you're telling your significant other that right if you're gonna come hang out at me and my homegirl spot or homeboy spot we gonna need you to contribute and you and your roommate sit down with them and you guys come up with an equal beneficial way for that person to contribute into that household so that there are no hard feelings because that's usually what we got is hard feelings and then everybody on Judge Mathis telling everybody's business on a slick, right? She was my roommate, but she was a drunk, Joanna. They always loved to, they always loved to needle it in when they get in court. Like, bitch, you wasn't saying that when we was getting drunk together. <laughs> but yes, I think if they are there every day, even if it's for a week, they still, and then that, somebody's going to say that. Well, Jessica, what about if they only stay there like a week on, a week off? They still need to be contributing. If they stay there for a day and the roommate is out of town, I get that. You don't have to contribute. But if you come into my house and me and my roommate have decided we're not going out to eat, we staying in, it is common courtesy that somebody has to cook for all three of us. And it would be the person who does not live here, but is laying up on my couch and my bed or whatever right thank you so much for the letter and final letter today is from a female in Ohio she writes I'm still in love with my ex but he hasn't looked at me the same since I cheated on him with a lot of his now ex friends This was three years ago. How can I convince him I have changed for the better? Well, female in Ohio. This is only three years. So this is very fresh in this man's mind. Um, He may be looking through the lens of hurt on this one, guys. I'm going to say that were you ever in love with him? Because, you know, I, I hate to go there, but love doesn't cheat, right? love doesn't cheat unless this was like a game you guys played which it doesn't sound like and then I I think you need to think about it from his perspective okay because when a woman cheats a man has a different perspective than when a man cheats when a man cheats a woman knows that he's cheating because that woman 
is doing something for him that he can't that she feels she can't do like it always that's why she like is this bitch prettier than me oh well that bitch ain't prettier than me like that's where we go with it with men when they chose you as their girlfriend or their significant other that meant that they saw you as um better than all the other people that they was fucking with and that you kind of were you know squeaky clean because that's how guys look at their significant others this is my squeaky clean boot there's nothing she can do wrong and then you cheated and maybe had you not cheated with all his friends he would have overlooked that but you cheated in such a way that it became vicious that was vicious to do that is hurtful and depending on how many friends I want you to replay ripping his heart out with each friend each friend you said I had sex with him imagine yourself putting your hand in his chest and pulling his heart his still beating heart out and looking at it and then throwing it down and then rewind it and then say another guy's name and put your hand back in his chest pull out his beating heart again that's how he's seeing that right and then he's seeing it with you his lovely girl who he probably had very strong feelings for because y'all were together so if he is still not talking to you honey that means that yes he does love you but unfortunately this is something that is going to be very hard to come back from because I don't know if you understand the pain that you have caused or if this is because you want him back because of the idea is do you want him back because you've never had somebody not want you or do you want him back as a convenience like it looks good that we're together or because that's the whole thing if you get this man back let's say you call him right now and you're like I want you back and he says yes guaranteed he will never ever treat you the same way that he treated you when you guys fell in love because he will always guard off a part of his heart his spirit and his mind to guard himself from ever being scarred by you again because again this is a large scar this is infidelity infidelity we can act like sex is as casual as we like in this day and age but it is not sex is still a very personable and a very romantic type situation so whenever you rip somebody's heart out like that they're gonna guard it even tighter and not only have you made this harder for him to love you but you've made it harder for him to love other women so the only thing that you can do in this situation is I would go to a counselor and I know y'all are like, Jessica, you throw a counselor out there at the drop of a dime. And you know what I do? Because I want you guys to understand how, how this works. You need to go to a counselor. You need to have somebody that is not biased. Because I guarantee all your friends over there is biased. Girl, that nigga, he shouldn't have left. You the boo. You the shit. Ooh, girl, get him, girl. He gonna take you back. You got a lot of hype men in your corner. And right now, you don't need a hype man. You need a sounding board. You need somebody who is going to tell you straight up. And I think I'm that sounding board for now. And I can only give you so much advice through a letter. You understand? So that's why I said go to a counselor. Because they can then be that sounding board as well. And you can say, well, Jessica said that. And the counselor said that. So maybe that's something that I need to think about and I need to do. But you need to get all these hype people out of your life for now. Especially with this decision. Because not only are you waste, you could be wasting your time and not just his time sometimes going back you guys may have been perfect together and i get that it's the idea 
of him. You know what I mean? And just always remember that. Is it the idea of what you guys had before he found out that you were cheating? Because you can't say that everything was perfect, honey. You was cheating. And you was cheating heavy. So you can't say that. So you have to figure out, why do you want this man back in your life? Because if it is to play games or a girl, if he smell a whiff of it, a whiff of it, he's gone. He, you know, men hurt men, especially they like horses. They shy easy. They, uh-uh, I'm gone. She playing games like she did years ago. And then you really have mailed that in. So really, get a sounding board in your life to tell you if you need what you need to do. I would say... You need to ask for forgiveness, real forgiveness. I think sometimes we think us admitting it. Well, I told him and he should be happy with that. That ain't enough. That is not enough. Telling that person and actually feeling sorry for what you did because you ruined friendships. You ruined a relationship. You ruined friendships, homegirl. You got to show some repentance for that in order for him to even think that you're you even get it because I promise you he thinks you don't get it I promise you he thinks you are about your own agenda so you're going to really have to do some you know real work self-work on this inner self-work because this is going to be an uphill battle and that's another thing are you doing this for the challenge Yeah, because women, we like a challenge. Girl, if I could just get him to see it my way. Yeah, you get him to see it your way, but he don't want to do it because he he still mad at you. So then what was that about? You know, there's so many little intricate details that break away when infidelity comes into play, especially when it's multiple infidelity. One infidelity, a, a couple can shake back from that, but it becomes like... A fissure in a dam. Every time you cheat, every time you lie, it crackens it even more. And once you, one thing leads to another, it bursts, and there's no way you can repair it. You can repair the dam, and it'll look great. But when there's another big flood coming, guarantee you're gonna have some folks on deck, right? So that's where we're at with this relationship. If you guys are gonna do it, you gotta be very conscious of the pain that you have caused, and you have to be very conscious of the trauma and the backlash and the baggage that could come with you getting back with this person and are you ready for that are you ready for all this heat and plus you had to work your way to get him and now you still gotta work to keep him in the relationship are you ready for that so ask yourself those questions make sure that you are doing your soul searching and thank you so much for writing me this letter Well, that's all the time we have. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and rocking with Team Grab It. Remember, be good or be good at it. Until next time, bye.